Hey there, welcome to the Single Moms with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Mona Andre. I truly believe that the saddest thing in the world is forgotten potential. This is why I'm here, to remind you that even though you're a mom, which is an important role, it's equally important to remember that you're an individual with dreams, goals, and aspirations of your own. This podcast is a reminder that you're not alone, and there's so much more to life than laundry. I am so glad you're here. Let's dig into this episode. Hey listeners, today I thought I'd share a bit about my story. This is episode one of Single Moms with Moxie podcast and well, I I just thought this would be a good way to introduce myself and to tell you a little bit about why I'm doing this. You hear people talk about their aha moment, how they wanted a change in their lives but didn't know how to make it happen and then all of a sudden they're struck with a dawning, all that a aha moment. Usually that aha moment appears at a critical time in someone's life. It's either a make or a break situation. We all have them and they have a lot to teach us. My aha moment was a realization that I had to make a choice and let me tell you, I was scared. I felt alone. Well, I was alone. I can remember waking up in the middle of the night and between thoughts of fear and anxiety, I would lie there in my bed and I was so stressed that I found it hard to believe. I didn't know if I was going to be able to push through. At the same time, I knew that I had to step up and make a change. It was really either break down mentally and emotionally or break out. I knew this, but I I really didn't know if I had what it takes. So step into my time machine and I'm going to take you to... A time when I was 24 years old and living with my two daughters, a toddler and a baby. And I was also living with their father. We'll call him Mr. What Was I Thinking? And just so we're clear, this is not a man bashing session. But to give you context, Mr. What Was I Thinking was irresponsible. He was selfish. He belittled me. He just, he wasn't the life partner that I wanted He didn't contribute to the family that we made together in any aspect. He would get a job and for a while, you know, we would be okay-ish financially, but somehow he, he always managed to either get fired or he would quit. Then we'd be right back to living off my single salary. One step forward, two steps back. Paying the bills and putting food on the table, it was a constant struggle. And again, it was my struggle. But I was young and I was hopeful. I kept thinking that he'd, you know, snap out of it. I kept hoping he'd grow up, he'd step up, and we'd have the quote-unquote family that I really wanted. Every day, I fought with my own demons. I'd have this argument with myself. I don't love him, but I have to love him. I need him to help out. Oh, he'll change. This isn't working out. I don't love him, but I have kids with him. And on and on, the voices in my head would argue. Can you relate? Have you ever felt that you know something's wrong, something has to change, but you're so in it, you're so deep in it, that your circumstances actually paralyze you because of fear, because you just don't know what the right thing to do is? You question yourself, right? It's, um, it's a difficult, it's a difficult 
place to be and it's a difficult place to see the other side or the light at the end of the tunnel. So now let me tell you about the final straw, my final straw. I had just put our two daughters to bed for the night and I was sitting in the living room reading. Meanwhile, I could hear Mr. What Was I Thinking walking around the house, snapping his fingers. This was a sign I knew well. It meant that he had plans to go out. You see, he had this thing, this habit. Whenever he was happy about something, like going out you know, for a night out with the boys, he'd snap his fingers, his happy snap. Between you and me, it drove me fucking crazy. Then he snapped his way over to where I was sitting and he asked if I had $20. Uh, I do. I told him I did. I, I said, um, yes, I do, but I have to buy baby formula for, by, you know, tomorrow I'm going to run out. But he needs it, he says to me. And then he promised to borrow off someone else to pay me back. You see where this is going, right? I went into my purse and gave him the damn $20. Actually, in hindsight, that $20 was a blessing or you'll hear why soon. So then, while Mr. What Was I Thinking was in the shower getting ready for his big night out, the phone rang, and it was his friend Glenn, the friend he was going out with that night. So I decided to chat him up. I heard it costs $20 to get in tonight, I casually mentioned. That's when I found out that it was free. There was no $20 cover charge. Not for them anyways. I kept my cool, but really, I was burning up inside. My thoughts were, are you freaking kidding me? He took my last $20. He knows I need to buy baby formula. All my brain could compute was that he had just lied to me again. And you know what? I was more upset with myself at that point. In my heart of hearts, I knew he was lying. I knew that I would never see that $20 again. After he left for his big night out, I processed. I was left with a problem. My last $20 had just walked out the door and I needed to buy food for my baby. And that's when I realized, that's when I truly realized the mess I was living in and that it was never going to get better. And then confession, <laughs> I went a little crazy. I took every single one of his belongings and I threw everything out on the front lawn. His clothes, out. His records, yeah, I know I'm, I'm showing my age here, but yes, his records, out. His toothbrush, his razor, all out. He had an old chest filled with crap in our bedroom, out. And put the TV outside because I was so tired of coming home at the end of my day at work and seeing him lying on the couch watching TV. Oh, and you know what? It was raining that night too, and I didn't give a rat's ass. After I'd put every single one of his belongings outside, I finally went to bed, and I just kind of <laughs> lied there and talked to the ceiling all night. My biggest question, how did I get here? I was 24 years old, I had two young kids, and my life was a fucking mess. I needed to fix this, I needed a plan. The first thing I needed to do, I decided that night, was make it official and get his name off the lease. This was not his home, not anymore. He was not going to sponge off me and leave me worried about how I was going to feed my kids ever again. 
The next morning, I called the landlord and made an appointment. I was on a mission and there was no turning back now. I would never have admitted this back then, but I'll tell you now. I was determined, but I was also terrified. If life was a living hell as a quote unquote family, what was it going to be like as a single mother? How many doors was I closing for myself? Ending up as a single mother was not what I had imagined for myself. I felt like the odds were against me. I felt like life herself was against me. Then on the day of my appointment with the landlord, I remember waking up that morning and feeling again, both scared and determined. Our meeting was at his office. And while I was sitting in the waiting room, all I could think was what if he won't accept the lease change? What if he instead cancels the lease and makes me move because he doesn't think I can pay the rent by myself? So you have to realize that I realized he had no idea that I was the only one paying the bills. All these thoughts were rolling in my head until finally the landlord came out of his office to greet me. I'll never forget what I was wearing that day. A pair of lilac slacks, a white blouse, and high heel shoes. I was dressed like another day at the office, but I felt like a warrior. I had resolved that I was not leaving that office without what I had come for, a new lease in my name. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. Something changed in me that day. It's the day that I realized that for everything I wanted in life, there was only one person that could get it, and that person was me. I also realized that for everything I wanted in life, there was only one person that could get in my way, also me. I was realizing the true reality of my crappy adult life up until that point. I was scared, I was doubtful, and I was dissatisfied. Dissatisfied how, you wonder? not just in my relationship. At the time, I was working in an office as someone's secretary and I wanted more. I wanted a career that gave me a sense of purpose. I wanted to be a writer, but in order to accomplish that, in order to change my life, I realized that I needed to change some things about myself. Somehow, I came to the conclusion that I needed three things to get me from where I was to where I wanted to be. I was scared, I needed courage. I was doubtful. I needed confidence. I was dissatisfied. I needed to make a commitment, a commitment to myself. These three things, courage, confidence, and commitment, I realized were all things that I had control over. And after the five years of hell of living with Mr. What Was I Thinking, these were the tools I needed to get out. This was a good lesson in taking back control of my life. My aha moment came when I realized that I had the tools. Those three C words, courage, confidence, commitment. I was going to make these my superpowers and I did. It's been a journey, but here we are today. I'm proud to say that I've since written for newspapers and national magazines my personal blog, moxydude.com, has been listed as a top 100 humor blog. I've written a book titled Superwoman, a funny and reflective look at single motherhood. And now I have this podcast where my mission is to inspire other single mothers like you to create the life you deserve. But to get from where I was to where I am today, it took courage, it took confidence, it took a commitment. But I made it happen. 
despite the fact that I was a single mother. And you can too. I'm sitting here talking to you today from my home office to remind you that for everything you want in life, there's only one person that can make it happen. And that person is you. And of course, there's the opposite. I think you know where I'm going. For everything that you want in life, there's only one person that can stand in your way. Also you. I truly want the best for you. I am you. You are me. That's why I'm so excited about this podcast. And here's a question for you. How does a person stand when they are determined, when they realize that they want something and can make it happen? I'll tell you, they stand tall. I want you to stand tall. I want you to know that you are doing an amazing job. I want you to know that you deserve only goodness in your life. You deserve happiness. We do the best that we can for our kids. The sad part for me, and again, I share this because I've lived it, is that we often forget that we too deserve the best. And the only way to make it happen is to face our fears with courage, to have confidence in our abilities, and to make a commitment to ourselves. One of my favorite expressions is this, a bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because her trust is not in the branch, but in her own wings. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that you deserve everything. You may get tired of hearing it, but I'm going to keep reminding you. With this podcast, I've made it my job. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Single Moms with Moxie podcast. It means so much to me that I can share with you. We have some amazing guests coming up in future episodes, so please follow me on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also find me on Instagram at Mona underscore Andre. And we even have a Single Moms with Moxie Facebook group. I hope you join. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane.